What's up, guys? Welcome to the Make My Day podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Winston Moy and Luke Capriti. Luke, how you been, buddy? I've been doing pretty good. Um, yeah, just enjoying the beautiful Jersey weather that we've been having. Um, getting to spend some time outside with Maui and my wife. Uh, school year is coming to an end. I'm up on my grades and um, having fun with our boat design challenge. So really, everything's going pretty well. Um, so yeah, I'm just loving life right now. What about you, Winston? I'm doing well. Uh, Luke, I do want to say you do look more relaxed. I think the end of the school year does have a big effect on your mood. <laughs> yes, and I don't think, or actually I can tell you guys a big piece of information, right? Because how long until this will be Got posted? at least two weeks or so. <laughs> two weeks, yeah. So um, I have a new job starting next year. Oh. Uh, I forget if, yeah, um, I'll be at Whoa. a different district that's five minutes or less from my house so i have an hour and a half back to my day i'm pumped for that congrats so, that sounds yes yeah. super exciting yeah. so good <laughs> um so yeah that that's also where i might have a little bit bigger of a smile on my face that it's just like thinking of having extra time to my day is just awesome um but yeah you know i heard that um like knocking off like 20 to 30 minutes off your commute is worth like $15,000 of salary, like in terms of happiness level. Really? Like that's what it feels like. Oh, I, I can imagine that because when I first started at Navier, I was at my parents' house and I was like an hour and 15 minutes one way. And then I moved to Chesterfield and I was like 40, 45 minutes. And man, yeah, it felt like I hit the lottery. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> I can get to and from work in less than an hour. This is awesome. So then doing my new job from uh, Delran, it's just been like about 40 minutes. So maybe like I saved 10 minutes. And yeah, now I just can't even imagine. Like I, I actually bought a bike so that I could bike into oh, work. Cool. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. My friend, friend is uh, tuning it up for me now to make sure it's good to ride. I was like, I'll just get a Schwinn. And he's like, no, you can't. You, you got to get a real bike. So um, <laughs> I'll be biking my way into work as much as I can. <laughs> congrats that's, that's awesome, awesome man yeah that's yeah. that's awesome i haven't told my school so that's why this can't air until then <laughs> until after i'm fully approved and everything but well yeah. you, you let me know i'll make sure it won't go out until then just in <laughs> case it gets delayed <laughs> yeah but uh nah yeah it's it's exciting um i'll be doing essentially the same thing just no woodworking which um as i've been like talking to my wife and stuff so, like trying to figure out you know was it the right move um woodworking teaching it within a school district where you're limited on resources and like maxed out on students just isn't i don't think it's like the way to do it it's very tough to give them worthwhile projects mm -hmm. or at least i wasn't creative enough to come up with something um where we didn't have enough cncs to run all at the same time that you know you have 20 to 30 kids trying to keep their attention you know make it fun interesting engaging interactive I couldn't find a way to do that or feel like I was doing that. Um, and like, you know, cutting out, uh, what was the one kid cutting out? Like a dragon or a whale. And it's like, okay, that's cool and everything, but I want you to do more than that. Like I want you to build a nightstand or, you yeah. know, a stool. And we just, we didn't really have enough wood to do that. Um, so yeah, like getting away from that and one day stepping into it, like how we've talked about a maker space in the future, I really see like smaller classes uh, being more the way to really like hit home learning those hands-on skills. But 
that was a huge detour from <laughs> whatever we first well, started talking no about. i'm interested actually so i never thought of this because the lumber prices are you know three times or whatever they are they're like skyrocketing yeah. so are you guys limited with school supplies like buying wood and stuff now so that that's actually that sucks yeah. for the kids actually i didn't think about that well luckily last year i placed a big order of wood so it's almost like i knew this was coming which (laughs) i didn't obviously but i was like we have a decent amount of money in our budget um i caught up the like hamilton lumber supply and just said you know we're looking for any board length of between you know essentially 8 to 12 feet is what we could store and um we'll take anything from like uh one by fours to like one by eights and um, I, I essentially just wanted as much wood as possible, and I could always rip it if I needed to to get it to the right size. And um, they gave us a decent amount of it. So we didn't do a lot of woodworking stuff throughout the first three quarters of the year because we weren't able to send tools home because we didn't have them and yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but now we have all of this lumber, and we just gave out tools a couple weeks ago. So we're only going to be able to get through, um, I'm trying to get us two projects, uh, which is going to be really pushing it. But yeah, um, I wanted them to get at least some time using the tools and trying a couple different things. Um, but yeah, it's it's been tough. Like I didn't want to order any more wood for next year because it, yeah. it, you know, you're getting one board for really like a third of what you would have gotten last year, just or even really maybe a fourth of what you would have gotten last year just doesn't seem worthwhile like maybe get more tools this year and hope next year you can figure out some woodworking projects to do i don't know it's, yeah. it's gonna be tough yeah i mean I, i'm at the point where i am like really happy i i'm the type of guy that like saves all my scraps no matter like what the size is like i have little like eight by eight inch squares and stuff and i'm like now i'm at the point where my projects and everything i'm making is based around what i have in the shop for now because it's like i don't want to go pay for a 70 dollars sheet of plywood which yeah. is just plywood and, and i have like scraps and i'm like all right let, let me like change the design a little bit and just finally get out all the scraps in the shop which should last a while you know um, did you make your sign out of scraps i or did was that? That you was did scraps yeah nice. yeah. i okay. had just you know leftover plywood i used whatever diameter i had and um, I mean, I, I've gotten to the point, so that that was easier. That was just like a, like a square piece of scrap I had. But I'm at the point where like, I'll find like, like a shape that fits in within a piece of wood that's already cut and like use that to, <laughs> as what I had. Because at this point, I, I just kind of, you know, I don't really want to give in to, you know, how crazy wood prices are. If I just keep buying wood the way I think about it, then they're going to think that, oh, people would have bought it anyways and they'll just keep it as as high as possible the only difference is um with the business like like um like the cork dartboards that i'll still buy the wood because that i need just a giant piece you know that that's not gonna work with scraps and stuff but now i'm actually i'm you know i you know i I try not to jump on trends although i i don't think there's anything wrong with that but um now i've started collecting free pallet wood (laughs) so i'm gonna use pallet wood to make some like um an outdoor um uh, like uh outdoor count yeah like a tabletop for the for the grill to like a, like a prep station so i got some pallet wood i'll use for that uh i was gonna make some like signs and stuff out of out of pallet wood because i got i have about like 10 pallets now which, which is a lot of wood you know and 
free wood sounds pretty good right about now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it up a bit and have some fun with some some good old pallets. As <laughs> as I've been driving through my neighborhood because it's a really um, heavily like wooded neighborhood. I see people cutting trees down left and right, and I always am looking like, all right, what could I use that branch for? As crazy yeah. as it sounds, yeah. I'm like. I could probably do something with that. And I know around Christmas time, uh, a few years ago, we were doing those like uh, woody wooden cookies, you know, like mini cookies, not like the cookie um, nightstands or coffee tables. And I was like, oh, I never will have to buy those like pre-cut cookies. I'll just grab somebody's branch here. There's somebody cut down a really large tree and I was like, oh, I wonder if I could try like a carving project over the summer and take a couple of the stumps and just like have fun with that. Um, but yeah, I've seen a couple of pallets, some like old pieces of furniture that I've driven past them and seriously considered throwing them in the back of the car to just be like, maybe I could use this for a project so I don't have to go to Home Depot or Lowe's and shell out i don't even know like ten dollars almost for one two by four um, i am seriously actually- at that stage man i mean I, i've been picking up because before it was well you know i don't want to waste my time you know taking power well, you gotta like clean it up a lot and all that kind of stuff and and i guess time was money back then but now it's now it's worth it you know now now it's been worth it and, and i think it's kind of fun actually i mean it's mm-hmm. um it's also interesting to me i never looked at pallet wood hard enough um there's some pallet wood with like really nice wood like i found a pallet wood with like red oak on it i was like what? <laughs> who used red oak to make a pallet so now i have this like these like nice slats of red oak from it I'm like that's cool like i you know got some nice red oak out of this so um i think it's interesting like the like the quality of wood you can find out of scraps and and using that to make something cool i guess <laughs> Yeah. have you been following uh what's his name paul jackman oh yeah right? man jackman yeah. you know yeah. fun fact winston's actually facebook friends with paul jackman which means they're, <laughs> really? they're, they're real friends in, in real life yeah but haven't we you and me george we've met him at workbench he is right? so cool i mean he's yeah he's so cool he's as cool as he is in his videos like honest integrity type of thing and his he's you know it's cool Cause he's just in his garage, you know, he doesn't have like a shop and he does giant projects for companies out of his garage, which gives like, you know, it's just honest work that shows you could, you know, we could do this out of our own shop, even as a side mm-hmm. hustle type of thing. But yeah, all, all of his stuff are pallets too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's got all the right tools for it though. Yeah. Cause you've, you need that metal detector. So you know that there's no nails in there before you send it through the planer. He's got that little pneumatic gun that shoots the nails out. Yeah. I've got a like a mini pallet in my garage right now. And I'm thinking like, do I make something with it? But the thought of like having to like just wave a magnet over it and hope I find all the nails has been sort of just putting me off that for a little bit. I'm going to cut the wood. <laughs> I'm just going to cut um, and, 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 and lose like the one to two inches on the sides and, and not deal with any of that for now. Just to keep it easy. Hopefully that's big enough for what i need yeah but like i've also seen like sometimes there are nail holes like in the middle of the board so there's probably a reused one that'd be so, like, really unfortunate really know? <laughs> yeah so, that'll George, suck. with your project that you said with the grill are you going to put what like epoxy over it or um like how are you going to finish it just because i know pallets can have some nasty chemicals on them and all of that so um have yeah. you thought that far or... I have 
So I thought it'd be cool to do like an epoxy pour on top like I did for the bar to make it kind of like a fake marble effect. And that way it does kind of clean it and should help it last a lot longer, I think. Because funny enough, Patwood isn't that good in the rain <laughs> for too long. Um, I also have some water sealer and, and stuff. Um, but yeah, because of the chemicals, like I'm not going to, it's not going to be food to like on top of it. Um mm -hmm. I, I was thinking what I'll actually do, which will be cool. I'll make like a giant cutting board that'll fit like on one side of it. And that will be like, you know, you could do food to tort like right on top of that. And then the rest is just, you know, holding a bunch of stuff that I'll be like cooking with and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I've always wanted to make one. And now, you know, wood prices don't make it fun. So I'll, I'll use pallet wood for it and see how that kind of works. Yeah. And then you figure it's free. So you get to at least prototype once with it. If it doesn't turn out the way you like it. It's really no skin off your teeth. You just wasted maybe a little bit of time, but at least you now know second iteration. All right, I need to add a support here or uh, there wasn't enough uh, length or whatever it may be. So Yeah, and, and so so I'm hoping a bunch of things from this. One, I'm hoping I can make more stuff with just having like more free wood available. Two, from like the YouTube side of things, I'm hoping that might get some traffic. So a lot of people are like into like reusing um, wood and, and getting pallet wood and the rustic type of side and then third i'm actually going to see if i can make products out of free wood that i get and drive the cost down because i've been noticing and i wonder if you guys have noticed this at all um i don't know if it's if like people are getting back outside and not like living on their computers all day but one like youtube views as a whole are kind of down across the community. I've noticed that not only for me, but like some of the big names out there have been complaining, like, you know, it might be part algorithm, but maybe just people aren't on YouTube as much as they were at the beginning of the pandemic looking for things to do because now they can live real lives and stuff. And, and then, you know, the Etsy sales, unfortunately are a little bit down right now because I'm thinking it's because of the same thing. Cause like people are out spending their money, not like shopping online anymore. So, if I can make, uh, like, say I can make those American flags out of pallet wood and still make them look, like, cool enough that people want to buy them, then I can drive the cost down to keep the profits kind of coming from that way as well. So my mind's going a bunch of different places, not trying to shift with what I, what I think I'm seeing, at least. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, kind of what you're saying, with it being almost Memorial Day weekend, 4th of July, summer, um, I think products change. It goes more from like the gift side of stuff, whether it be Mother's Day and Father's Day, I know is coming up. Um, but like, you know, you don't have your Christmas, Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. um, uh, really, you know, Hanukkah, anything of like that core holiday time where it's let's get gifts. We're stuck inside. You know, we're kind of all like family time. And now it is more let's go to the beach, the lake, a drive, a bike ride. Um, where it is away from products yeah. or going out to eat or a beer garden, wine tasting, right? And so it might be something that you want to consider what is it that somebody would want at a barbecue or to bring to a barbecue? Is it um, like coasters? Um, is it uh, like those beer caddy things? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really know if people are into those, like actively searching for them. But um, it could be those beer openers. And like that could be more where you start thinking of like, okay, I'm getting into my summer trend or my summer pro product line, as opposed to like, I just have this one year long, like here are all my products. Obviously you could have all of them, but it might be like you want to try some summery 
projects i like that products. a lot because yeah. a lot of the stuff i sell isn't really outdoors or or summer mm-hmm. style and and i definitely see like and i hope this keeps going i definitely see more of a trend of sales around like like christmas time but i think everybody really does i mean people just want to spend money around that time of year mm-hmm. um that's a good point i'm gonna i'm gonna think because i don't sell um cutting boards uh, i mm-hmm. i don't like making cutting boards but what I think I'd like to make um, are like those like it's not a cutting board. It's like a serving board with the big paddle, those really rustic ones. Um, mm-hmm. It's like some really rustic shape that they take a big slab of wood and they cut a shape that turns into a huge handle, um, whatever they whatever they call those. Because that sounds like a lot easier and something I can like see and see out and doesn't take a lot of finishing. Like cutting cutting boards, in my opinion, to do the good ones. Um, takes a lot of cuts and glue ups and shaping and when at the end of the day the, the price people are going to pay for them is never going to quit you you can't beat like the prices that mainstream medium serves cutting boards at it, it's oh, yeah. it's just not worth it and it's not fun to make them and i don't want to hate my life in the shop you know i only want to make stuff i find fun so i'll take a that's a good pro- thought idea there i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah think. and I know something, um, and this might segue more into what we originally wanted to talk about, but something I've been trying to think about is what is a product that um, I want, like for myself, my wife, my family, um, make that, right? And then if I enjoyed making it or think I made a nice one or cool one, then I'm, you know, going to say like, hey, check it out. I make these things now. Um, Because I used to, you know, do the beer caddies, wine caddies, all that stuff. And I was like, I have really no interest in these i am purely trying to find what other people like um Mm. so i feel like if it's something that you truly are like interested in or you think you use it one you'll have more content behind it because you'll actually use it on your daily life like check it out you know another maker's best friend um like uh popping a bottle or something like that (laughs) right like um it really could be you know that simple or um, whatever you, you get my point yeah instead yeah. of trying to just say like oh i think people really want this like if you like to grill maybe you have something for like your spatulas or maybe you make candles for spatulas or whatever you know it's and you can engrave it on the glow forge um that's where i guess like i try to think of what is it that you'll be doing over the summer mm-hmm. and then what products could you make that would like uh, level up that activity in some way cool yeah that's a good point i gotta Mm -hmm. think i gotta think a lot now my mind's like racing all over the place i feel like winston's usually really good at like taking the ordinary and making it extraordinary that's very like uh cliche but he he like a ring box not the next level he went to a level we didn't see (laughs) did you see his string art i was he was like describing that to us and then he's he i saw the picture i'm like what the heck that was like i've never seen anything like that was so cool i don't think i've even heard of that yeah i i saw the setup of it i never came back on to check it out so i'll I'll have to do that right after it looks good nice thank you (laughs) um i don't know it's i mean some projects are a little over the top but it it just all boils down to like i don't have fun unless i'm putting my own twist on something And I think that gets back to your comment about like cutting boards. Like it's, it's not quite a dime a dozen, but like there's a lot of people making them and it's hard to compete and it's hard to stand out. So 
I just I actively try and avoid making the same things that other people are making. Um, and that probably also helps like YouTube video wise. Um, like I've the only other the well, the person who gave me the idea for the the CNC string art was Ed Trapper. Um, but other than that, I've never seen anyone doing it. I'm sure there are people on Etsy who like that's what they do and that's how they put out stuff in volume but almost no one ever talks about it so i figured it could be a cool project and or it could make a good video to sort of get people thinking about like what's a different way to do something Hmm. um and that also this ties into my my ocd about like i just when i look at these like string art pieces i want the nail holes to be perfect i want the the nail heads (laughs) to be at exactly the same height so if you pre-drill all the holes and you just lightly tap the nails in it's perfect. I'm not surprised so. at all. <laughs> Ed Trapper yeah. is the ghost that lives in our podcast, by the way. Yeah. He, he, he's within every conversation and every topic idea. We got to get him on the show one day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he would love that. Uh, to be able to talk. <laughs> I think he would love that. He won't be able to get him to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Is there going to be a video on that uh, string art, Winston? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out where to fit it in my schedule because I've got some projects from back in like January mm-hmm. where I want to get them out. Um, but there's three projects sort of in a sequence that kind of makes... There's kind of like a narrative that goes along with them. One of them's like a wooden PC case that someone wanted me to prototype. And from that, I picked up um, sort of the, the technique of doing a continuous grain wrap like box. Oh, cool. Um, so where you take a board and instead of doing it on the table saw, which, where you could just uh, bevel the ends and, and do sort of like a waterfall uh, wrap around uh, like the box, um, I just did it on the CNC. Um, so that was one technique I picked up and then I used that technique on a hexagonal box. Um, and then I took that hexagonal box design and I leveled it up to turn it into a jewelry box for my girlfriend. So like those three projects kind of like there's a logical progression to them. And I could, I do want to get those videos rolling, um, like in terms of editing them, but like they have to go in a sequence, um, which means that there's a long way to go to get to the payoff of like the latest project, which I think is the coolest one. Um, or I could jump around and do the string art video now. Um, so I'm just, I don't know which one I want to do yet. Hmm. Um, also, like, like if I jump around that much, people will probably notice, like, oh, like, the background. Well, they probably won't notice, <laughs> but they'll they'll see the evolution of my clutter. And, like, you might catch a glimpse of a different project in the background that was, like, already done. And, uh, like, but that could know. be Easter eggs. Like, you could literally yeah, have like Easter lot, eggs actually. all in there. Like, oh, did you catch it in this video? And then you put the clip. I don't know. I feel like you, that. You I mean, it, it could be for sure. But there's the other complication that, like, um, one of, like, one of the, the jewelry box was a gift from my girlfriend. Um, but that second project that the first hex box was a commission piece that was someone's anniversary gift and i know they were also kind of looking forward to seeing that so i was like i kind of feel bad like waiting it's been so long since they got it they haven't seen how it's made which would be cool uh so it's kind of like one of those like strike while the iron is lukewarm (laughs) uh kind of deals uh before it's been completely forgotten about (laughs) yeah Oh, um, I want to see all of these though. You got, you got to, you got to pop them out, man. I do too. I know. I just, it's a busy time of year, and I'm taking a couple trips. So, you, 
hopefully end of june maybe july all right we're, we're gonna be watching for it you know i um for the first time in my youtube career i finally got two videos out in two weeks and it's because i joined um so i'm not one of those guys that uh watches a lot of those big name youtubers i can't even like think of any of them right now like logan paul i guess is like you know like like real hype man you know name youtube oh like you mean like not just like like woodworkers not like, makers like, like quote unquote like mainstream. like mainstream youtubers but i did i ran into this newer one uh named iraq um his name's eric but it turned his youtube name into iraq and this guy went from zero subscribers to a million within a year and i got hooked on his videos and like the way he does them and and like I guess just like, you know, him and his friends, I, I thought I, I got like really hooked to them. So he ended up doing a community um, after he hit the million dollars of it's like this thing you sign up for, you know, like some type of fee type of thing. Um, but there's 300 YouTubers on there and it's a six week challenge to post a video every week for six weeks. Um, and throughout the six weeks, they actually pull on um big name editors for some of like the biggest youtubers to give tips um so one one week they're going to talk about like this is how like what draws people in for a thumbnail this is what matters for editor editing and every week it's like progressing so i'm finally this is like the one thing and it's sad to say that this is what i needed to like kind of like hold myself to my like my goal of posting at least or start posting once a week but now this is my second time i posted in two weeks and then hopefully next week i'll still hit, hit the deadline of my third video and hopefully i'll get six in six weeks so that i can keep this um you know this pace that i'm on right now so I'm, i signed up for it in hopes that i would do this and that i'd meet other youtubers all trying to grow in their own special ways and and learn kind of from the pros and i, I found out something i really liked so i i watched most of my youtubers are probably you guys are like the makers and woodworkers and and you see you start to see trends across all the makers right like they all like make uh, bluetooth speakers so you know like somebody reached out and then you know a whole bunch of bluetooth speaker videos came out or or they all do the same style but it's really cool seeing what the mainstream editors do who just go for as much mass popular demand as possible because they're going based off of what they know you know, the large community of people out there want to see. And I think that's cool. It's like taking me like out of the box of what I've always been watching to see and seeing new tricks that I haven't really kind of realized. And hopefully that'll work out. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because now I'm finally like on track for posting every week. Hopefully I keep up to it. So, and hopefully I can make them like worthwhile videos. I'm not trying to post any type of like, you know, um, quick you know nothing that i would have posted like filler, filler content. content i'm not looking for filler yeah. content um i've got a whole bunch of ideas written down and it's gonna be hard but um i'm back from california i'm, I'm not doing two jobs with my full-time job anymore hopefully i can 
stay in pace and we'll see we'll see how i'm doing in six weeks and if i'm like pulling my hair out <laughs> well just to let you know or to maybe boost your confidence a little bit more um i was at school and i was like oh you know my coworker was like jake like um have you ever heard of the maker made cnc or maslow cnc he's like no no i was like all right let me just let me just show you it real quick let me go on youtube I type in Maker Made CNC. First one that comes up, Maker's Best Fan. I was like, dude, I actually know this guy. Like, I actually talk to him almost on a regular basis. Uh, we got we got to check his video out, and it was the first video. So, just I, so you know, kudos to you. I I got pretty lucky that I was the first one to the market with the Maker Made CNC, and I kind of flooded it. Like, I was like I told you, right? I was obsessed with the Maker Made CNC mm-hmm. and getting it working, and I just videoed it all i wasn't you know i wasn't married at the time so i everything i came back from work i just kind of went to the garage and worked on it kept videoing and i got lucky because i kind of took over that market of maker made cnc i think and i'm i'm happy and today was a today's was a maker made cnc video so hopefully hopefully it'll be helpful to other other people um and and i'm my goal and winston kind of knows this my goal is to get as much maker made cnc content out for now because um i might be upgrading within mm. by like december time frame and if i upgrade to a big machine um maybe i'll do like a giveaway for the maker made cnc because i just don't have the room for both and i, I want to step it up a little bit uh mm-hmm. so i'm going to try and get as much content out there as possible because i think it's helpful to people um and then and then maybe some you know Maybe I'll be able to give it away to somebody who could actually use it or something like that. We'll see. Yeah. It's a good one to learn off of. But yeah, thanks, Luke. That that, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, hey, he does pretty good stuff. I probably should have watched more of his videos by this point. But yeah, I was like, yeah, this is George. This is the guy I talked to. And he was like, that's kind of crazy that we're watching. Yeah, I don't know. It was a interesting experience. That's um, cool. It's like how you you're talking about like, Oh, like, you know, the YouTubers you watch, like, to be honest, I do not engage with content. I've really gone um, offline for a long time. Um, oh, cool. And I-, I never was big into YouTube. I've always gone on YouTube for a very specific video. And once I get the video, it's like, ah, oh, that's what I was looking for. And then I go back and do something. Hmm. Uh, if I were to watch or engage in something, it's like, you know, oh, what are what are we going to watch tonight? Like Adrian and I will figure that out. And, you know, it's like something on Netflix. So yeah. um, that's where I also have an issue. Almost like, what are people looking for? I don't have the background knowledge for it. Like, what do people like? Um, so I think that's even something as weird as it sounds is like, I have to engage more with it to see, you know, what are the guys like um, Jimmy DeResta, uh, Paul Jackman, uh, George Lahoff, Winston Moy, what are they doing? <laughs> and how could I find like what works for me? Um, so yeah, I just think like, um, it is always nice seeing like a well made or well put together YouTube video. Um, but at the same time, I'm not out there like actually uh, engaging with it. I've never commented on YouTube. I've, like I said, rarely watched YouTube videos for enjoyment. It's like, how do I change this? How do I do that? um you know why is this and that's it's like that one video once i get it even if it's 30 seconds of the clip i'm off of it after that um so yeah i i need to almost like enjoy youtube for what it is as opposed to like uh purely an encyclopedia um but yeah i think that's something as weird as it sounds again it's like my homework to 
engage with it more. Um, yeah. There's a side of it that I wouldn't worry too much about, which is like that mainstream appeal. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the people, like, I think your viewing habits are similar to mine, Luke. Okay. Like there's there's a subset of creators that I'm interested in. And outside of that, I kind of just like, eh, I just gloss over it. Uh, like it's the woodworkers, also like the uh, like the the cooking channels. I, nice. I like a lot. Um, but like if I go to like the explore tab on YouTube, which shows you like what's popular, what's trending, like ninety percent of that stuff, it's like makeup tutorials and music videos <laughs> and like like I know Mr. Beast is like the biggest guy on YouTube right now. And like honestly, I really respect what he does. Like he puts a lot of the uh, the money he makes back into like philanthropy yeah. stuff. But I just, I look at one of his videos and I just, I have to click through it. I have to skip it because like a lot of the person personalities are like loud and brash. And I'm just like, ugh, it, like it makes me cringe. Like it's popular, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like there's a, a big part of me that's just like, I, I, I want nothing to do with tailoring my content to become more popular. I'd rather just be myself and it's always um like i always kind of like silently cheer whenever i see like a creator that i follow make trending um like i know bobby duke's done it a couple times like in his his like hand carved stuff is ridiculously detailed and the quality is always top notch and he's been really shameless about like he puts like he's got his own idea of like humor and comedy and dad jokes and he doesn't hide any of it like he's just like if people are going to see me on the internet i want them to see yeah. the sort of like like my artistic take on it and so he doesn't hide any of it and you know what like a lot of the times it works really well um so i don't know i kind of just like it's it's like a little victory for the maker community whenever i see like our subset of the community like break into the the top trending page i kind a... i kind of wish that they showed somehow like categories of youtubers based off like number one age and like what they're about a little bit better because all those guys I don't know how old Mr. Beast is now, but like all those guys are younger with like single lives and like they're doing everything they can take to become the most popular person on YouTube. Um, and like a lot of them actually like buy houses so they live with their like friends and crew to do these YouTube videos. Like that's not like what any of us are about in any like no interest at all like zero interest wait are you sure you don't want to get <laughs> well, a giant let's... mansion and have all of us move in with woodworking tools dude we could have every okay the way CNC you phrase it sounds so much think better of in every room instead of bedrooms or cnc rooms or laser engraving you could have a laser room a 3d printing room a cnc garage plasma cutters okay that actually blaze. sounds amazing <laughs> welding and blacksmithing in the backyard we could have grills we could we could, we, we could have, have like our own little food. dog daycare with all of our pups exactly all right yeah. i guess all right you know I, we I, could make dog happen. obstacle courses with all the cool tools and materials we would have i'm sold yeah it's okay i take it all back let's go open up a like a our own maker mansion with the uh, oh, that sounds fantastic actually i mean can you imagine every day you, you have wake axe up throwing in the stuff? front yard there you go yeah axe throwing in the front yard that's how we get people in like, <laughs> we get the neighbors into making by putting cool stuff on the front yard 
make them jealous. Oh, like Maybe the axe throwing's in the backyard so that nobody <laughs> accidentally throws it as somebody's walking in, and then liability, you know, lawsuits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds yeah. actually pretty awesome. All right, well, I think my whole point's defeated because now my that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> no matter what age we are, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it could just be a vacation house too. We could just pick a random state in the middle of the U.S. where land is like four dollars an acre, and we'll just buy it. We'll build the house. There will be the videos that show the making of it. You know, we'll just have a whole like Winston was talking. There will be a logical sequence to it all. This sounds and, so um, much fun. <laughs> Like we we just have like a year's worth of YouTube content right there. <laughs> we just got to get the wives to say yes, I think, at this point, and then and then we'll go ahead and start. I think if you do it sort of like residency style, where you cool. have people rotate in every yeah. two months, like maybe with like overlapping, um, as someone goes out, someone comes in, and like you could get a lot of cool collaborations that way. God, this sounds amazing now. <laughs> we, really, we, we might be on to something. <laughs> uh, I really like this idea. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, like a makerspace vacation home kind of thing. Uh, something like that, right? I, I mean, even if you just like go in for the weekend, you know, and, and just like you have all the people there and everything's, re- you know, like, and maybe people don't have an idea of what they're going to build. And you're like, oh, who wants to do this with me? And everybody just like hops on. Like, that sounds fun. God, that like fun. Uh, what's the conference or camp uh, up in northern New York that you guys were talking about? Uh, the Maker the... Camp, they call it, I think. It, yeah, Catskill. It is actually Catskill. very similar to that, right? It is. I mean, it, I don't know if you mm-hmm. follow them. Like, they just had another, uh, I think it was knife making or, or something. And it's so cool. I mean, they just all, like, stay there for the weekend. And a lot of them know what they're doing, but some people don't. And if I went, I would have no idea what I'm doing with blacksmithing. But... <laughs> I, I, I still really want to do it. It sounds like so much fun. Yeah. If, if you guys are down, I think in October is the big one. Um, if, if we can make that happen, I'd be Eighth really excited. 11th. You what? Eighth to the 11th. Oh, somebody's got the dates ready. Does that mean <laughs> it's a possibility? or Because uh, that, that'd be that'd be so cool. <laughs> I'd, I'd be down. Eighth to 11th. I'd be down. It always runs into the Navy Bowl, which makes it hard to go to, but if I don't know if that's going to happen this year, so it might be one one year I can go. That'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so we did have a topic for today. That we yeah, now to that we're only to. like a half hour in. <laughs> um, I, Luke, I think you had the topic idea. What 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 do um? What, yeah, what so got? I was just trying to think since you know we've made a what two dozen or almost two dozen episodes. And the whole podcast is, you know, make my day. And like with that in mind, I was thinking, you know, we have all these cool things that we've made or that we are planning on making, but what's something outside of the shop that makes your day, right? Like what is something that you either look forward to each day, each week? Um, uh, what are you like changing in your life that you're like looking forward to, to see how that um, improves things? I know for me, like I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and stuff that have made me kind of um, change older lifestyle habits and just wanted to kind of hear from you guys since we haven't talked in almost a month, I think it was. Yeah. I thought this would kind of be like a good way for us to just um, catch back up in a way. But I'll just throw it out there and one of you two can uh, fight over answering it first. Win- Winston can go first because I probably should have thought about this a little bit harder. <laughs> I... <laughs> It's really hard to say. 
um, because the the idea of something making your day it could be something profound it could be something mm -hmm. small like i could go to my favorite burger joint which i think luke would agree is not in and out oh, yes um, this is correct you're about to look, get look, look whatever number of quick aside we have here. angry because in and out is easily the best burger spot we might have so for destroyed our podcast just by talking about in and out <laughs> just just bleep out the name oh. and people can fill it in. With what they... <laughs> but so like for like a, a sub seven dollar burger it's it's pretty good but i just i love like a smashed patty mm. burger or like a thin with like a nice crispy um just outer layer and so for me shake shack does it uh but that aside um like food is one of those things that can make my day i don't know if it's one of those things that regularly makes my day although in the uh as we emerge from pandemic mode um the idea of like going out getting a meal with friends having a beer is actually like one of those things i really yeah. look forward to now um so that could be one thing that makes my day but um i'm trying to think of something that comes up year after year and uh i guess on the topic of travel yeah. like since i'm uh leaving town for in a couple weeks um i really enjoy sort of like the annual road trip i have with my old roommates uh, and my best friend uh back home uh we we before we all scattered across the country and some of them moved to Colorado and I moved to California, we would do sort of like an annual road trip. And so we're getting that back together again, um, since all of us are now vaccinated and it's a fairly low risk since you're just driving across the country in your own vehicle. Um, and that's always been a time for me to sort of, like it forces you to step back from the computers, the technology because you're on the road like i'm not going to be editing a video i'm not going to be cnc'ing things i'll build up ideas like just over time like i'll get antsy when i'm like away from home for too long but it's also good to just reset put down instagram stop like worrying about what you're posting um like no schedule if you see something cool snap it great if not no pressure um it's always a nice therapeutic thing and i've always like if you ask me like do i enjoy going to a city or like going into the wilderness it's generally the wilderness like architecture is cool and all that culture is cool um but for me there's just something simple and pure about the majesty of the country um and so that's that's just something i always look forward to it's it's not in the garage it gets me away from the garage um and it's it's something i look forward to every year so that's, that's my answer. answer that's a good one i thought of one um not too much along those lines um but now kind of with with kind of covid settling down or whatever it is right now um it was you know i'm a big family guy um and it's been a year and a half without like seeing like the aunts the uncles and the cousins and we finally got together right before i left for california um, at my mom's house outdoors and we again you know big family guys this might sound weird to other people we try to get together like once a week to once every other week and like do like um like a potluck barbecue especially during the summertime like just you know get together and see how everybody's doing like a nice like sunday morning and um i love those days honestly it's just like you know we, we got a pretty big family so it's, you know it could get up to like 
20 to 30 of us sometimes it's just like hanging out and catching up and, and having a good time and you know it, it's it's at a point where every if we do it every week or every other week it, it doesn't it never gets boring you know and, and it's a lot of fun so i really do look forward to, to that coming back um uh, if this is like a daily uh type of question like what 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 makes my day every day it's easily uh, you know a nice cup of coffee in the morning I'm, I'm a big coffee drinker and uh you know ruby big big dog dad over here that it, it like killed me i was in i was in california for eight days and my wife like kept sending me pictures like she she was like missing me like constantly looking for me she would like look out the window to look for my car evidently and like come back like all sad and and like yell at my wife for like making me leave or something like that i'm not even sure or wondering where i was and and she, so coming and her like when i came home she went nuts like like the most nuts i've ever seen her so um you know i'm a big big dog lover big dog dad type of guy so it, it's always fun having her you know doing some walks in the morning and doing obviously shop time Come, comes back to the shop always but that's my that's my daily that's my daily go-to for making my day <laughs> it was funny i almost interjected you george when you were like you know she was looking out the window looking for my car it's like is that your wife or ruby like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I where I was, but but ruby <laughs> ruby was like really this is the you know i'm the one that's home with ruby every day i'm working from home right mm -hmm. so like ruby has, has since we got her in last march right like she's had me every day, all day. <laughs> so, so this was kind of a shell shock for her to to not have me for more than even a day, I guess, uh, available yeah. and, and around. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, I know for me, like uh, what you're saying, George. Every day when I get home, because now that I've been coaching, um, I be I get home maybe like six forty five ish, seven o'clock each night. And so I haven't seen Maui since, you know, about six in the morning, oh, wow. 630. So it's been a decent amount of time. And so when he sees me, it's like this whole like parade almost of like he's jumping, he's like swirling all around, super excited. And like it just I might have had a miserable day and I come home I'm like, all right, uh, you know, I'm happy again. Like, this is good. Uh, you know, I still have work to do or whatever. But um, like that would just put a huge smile on my face there, there's um, something nice about being yeah. somebody's like everything like the like the goal for their days to see you again yeah <laughs> something nice I'm about pretty, that <laughs> i'm pretty sure um like like i said I, I don't go on instagram a lot but when i go on there it's normally i check out your guys feed or whatever and like whatever the next two things are and i saw a picture i think it was your wife had posted where it's like Find somebody who looks at uh, you like George looks at Ruby or something. And I was like, that is so true. Like a dog will look at you like you're a rock star. And um, it is something where like you just you're petting them and all that. And you're like, oh, man, I am so content right now. Um, but yeah, like I know for me, like that's definitely one thing. Um, and then I'm on the same page with Winston. Like if I can just step back and get into the wilderness, whether that's a hike it's very tough, I feel like, in New Jersey. Um, I, I I love living where I do. Wow, is that, I love living where I am and, like, you know, all that kind of stuff with my family and friends that I have. Um, you know, they're right there. But at the same point, being in New Jersey, you don't have that wilderness that you have in Colorado 
uh, or California in certain places and, um, you know, really in many other places around the U.S. Uh, and I, I always think that's something that I'm happy where I am, but I love that travel. Like, I, I do love exploring a new place. Um, you know, cities are fun because I love food, so that's usually where the good food is. But I also like whenever we've gone somewhere, whether it be Maui or Thailand or uh, Spain, it's like we'll do the, you know, major city and then we'll do something where it's like mm -hmm. you're you don't see anybody around you. It's you're the only person there. And I love that type of contrast. So being in the house for a long time and being an introvert was nice. Like you get to kind of relax and all that good stuff, but you don't have that exploration. And I think that's something that um, like we've been saying, people getting vaccinated, things opening back up, the CDC kind of lowering um, mask requirements, all that good stuff is very exciting that, you know, hey, maybe we'll be able to do more in, you know, the next uh, few months and everything. And I, I'm very excited to get out there and um, kind of like explore again, maybe travel on a plane and all that good stuff. Um, we're very hopeful that we'll still get to go to Peru um oh, and cool. go to machu picchu like that would be awesome so i i think i kind of take from both of you guys the travel i love that and i'm super excited hopeful that that'll um happen again and then you know make sure maui keeps <laughs> jumping for joy every time i walk through the front door so yeah well i think your your travel you'll have more luck than you think i mean i just you know went to cali and i, I was kind of shocked at how fast work sent me to cali and then, you know, Winston's going to Hawaii now. I'm going in September. I mean, we, you know, travels, you know, travels have. I, I, I went. I turned to Michelle. I'm like, the second we can get out of here, we're we're going somewhere because I I'm going <laughs> stir crazy in in the house. You know, like you said, it was it was nice. It was really nice for a while, like getting stuff done. But that's only that time's up, man. Like way way over up. I'm ready to sit. And, and I, I like to explore like you guys, but I am way more of a you know, sit on the beach and I, I like water sports like uh, scuba diving and, and jet skiing and that kind of stuff. I, I'd rather do stuff on, on the ocean versus I'll hike. I'll, I'll, I'll do some hikes, but I, I definitely won't do hikes like you guys have ever hiked before. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maui's the perfect spot. You hike up Haleakala. You're like, oh, my God, I'm on Mars, it looks like. All right, I see an ocean down there. I'm ready to go relax oh, and have a perfect. pina colada, uh, some shaved ice. Oh my god! I'm gonna and, have to get uh, tips from you before we go for sure, because we yeah. we've gotten some tips, but I, I need to get I need I need a little bit more. I want to make sure we do this right. Yeah. For the record, Luke, it's shave ice, not shaved ice. My girlfriend. Oh no! Like, beat that <laughs> into my head. Oh man, I am I am so sorry. I you know it's sad. I was there that long and I never learned that. So clearly. I went in there with the wrong mindset. I should have known. I should have learned. <laughs> it's it's like a weird just local thing. Mm -hmm. um, I googled it because I when my girlfriend said it, I was like that can't be right, but it is like kind of like a regional like that's that's just yeah, how they call it. That's interesting. Um, well, there we uh, learned something new on our podcast today. Shave oh yeah, ice. we need our that's a that's a thing that you said right. The, like the tip of yeah, the the tip of the day. <laughs> Um, we'll figure it out we still have a, a little bit of time right yeah i think i have one i yeah. think of I, I thought of one mm -hmm. before but yeah you know i i can actually add on to um 
what you were saying, Luke, about like just the travel and getting outside. But I want to sort of flip it around a little. Um, back in New Jersey, you got like so like I'll, I'll play soccer um, with a couple people on the weekends and you go to a park, wide open field. The parks here in L.A., like it's all like kind of like urbanized not like super urban like because we're not in downtown but it's like all the trees are young there's like paved parking lots there's like a baseball field what i miss the most from the east coast are just parks where it's like maybe a playground and just trees and open area and like a little trail that you can walk Mm -hmm. around and like i miss like the shade like running biking whatever even just walking around um like it's a nice way to just sort of tune out the world um and i I hate to like jump on the bandwagon, but like my girlfriend has two huskies, and every couple of days we'll take them for a a long walk. And you love that bandwagon, like, you know it. <laughs> I know. It's the best bandwagon. That is that is the only bandwagon. <laughs> I was I always used to be like, all right, I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna like jump back on Fusion. I'm gonna see and see something. But when you're with a dog and you're just walking, you don't think about any of that, and it just it's a really easy way to sort of just relax. So, well, so some, yeah, dogs, yeah, dogs are awesome. They, they make your day. Uh, Maybe that's the tip for the day. If you don't have a dog, just go get one. Go get a dog. Go rescue a dog. You'll, you'll make your life like magnitudes better. (laughs) You'll be like, what was I doing without a dog? Um, But no, something I was going to say along those lines, Winston, is that um, my wife and I, we've, not made a pact yet. I'm actually hopeful after our podcast that I can now like bring this energy over there and say we should do a picnic at least once a week. So like last night, um, we went to it's kind of like a park that you're talking about. There was no playground, but there's you know trees, the like meadow restoration that's been going on a lot in uh, smaller parks within New Jersey. And um, they have picnic tables. And so I picked up a sandwich from like this place that she won a gift card at for teacher appreciation week. And um, we were like, oh, this would be awesome. It's like beautiful out, went there. And it's like, it was so enjoyable, so relaxing. And all we were doing was eating a hoagie, chilling outside in the shade. And Maui was sitting next to us. Like, (laughs) you know, it was $10 of pure bliss, enjoyment, um, all that good stuff. And so we were like, we have to do this more often. Um, we have to find places, whether it be the same spot or um, I really think that there's a lot of these little um, gems that we could like try harder to look for in our area so that I don't just throw New Jersey under the bus as being a, a Newark or, um, you know what I mean? Like, ah, yeah, we're just all crammed together. We can find little green spaces here and there. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Man, that sounds nice, the meadow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, George. You, you probably could find some. Well, Tom's River, man. You go. Oh, we have near a the lot. Beach or yeah. something. Yeah. No, me, me and yeah. Ruby walk down to the water every day, and, and it's, it's it's fun. And then, yeah. um, we're planning to do a lot of like uh, dog beaches and stuff this summer. I can't wait to go oh, back yeah. to the beach. I can't wait. I'm gonna take the doors off the jeep. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I thought of a quick tip uh, for 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 people um, that they might not know, um, and this is more for shipping stuff, uh, but it's helpful if anybody needs to ship uh, or does like a business stuff or things like that. Uh, most people think about shipping boxes based off like what they are when they're all built up. If you're planning to ship something that's 
like less than an inch uh, or like one inch to two inches, um, it's actually cheaper normally for the box and for shipping um, to tape the edges of the box. You know, when they're like folded or like you get the box, it's folded down, it's broken down, right? If you actually tape the openings and then slide in your piece, that's one to two inches. If, if you measure out the box that way, it'll be ship cheaper to ship. And um, it's actually pretty strong too. Does that make sense the way I explained it? So, so you don't actually build up the box. You get it when it's broken down. You just tape up the openings, right? So that it's, so it's bigger. So it's like a big, like cardboard, a big envelope. cardboard envelope. And if it's one to two inches, it'll, it'll normally slide right in. Um, and that works great for shipping. You have to figure out there's like a formula actually out there for figuring out what that actually measures out to based off what the measurement of the box is. So you could figure out which actual size box they get. But that 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 works really well for like shipping signs or um, anything really. I, I've done up to two inches so far. I might try a little bit bigger even, but but that's a fun tip for people for shipping stuff. Enjoy. <laughs> And listen, look at that. You had to listen to the whole podcast just to get the tip. We're starting to understand this You see, you see, whole... bring you all the way to the end for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too much fun. Well, we're actually coming up on the hour here. I don't know if you guys had any more tips. If not, we'll we'll call it and hopefully we'll actually hit the... I was just going to show you guys or give you an update. Remember I was oh, saying yeah. about sticking Let's... your hand in the bucket and all that? So can you see the vase, right? It's not too bad. It just needs to be like sanded and smoothed out. Oh, but like so cool. you could actually, I don't know. This was an old um, part of a ceiling fan. And I, I need to, like you can see, I think on this side here, there's a little bit of a curve. But boom, just do it this way. <laughs> Look at it from this side. It's pretty good. But yeah, if I just sand that down and paint it, I feel like I have probably uh, a product here that we could use in our house and put on a table or something a succulent or whatever and what was yeah that this material is all again? grout that, that's grout you said right wow yeah that's all it was it's just um or yeah no no no, not grout i'm sorry um the backing you know the um the uh, adhesive so. that you use and it dries pretty quick it dries i'd say within 12 hours if you do a thin enough layer um it might dry even faster than that uh some of the layers that i did i think i did three but yeah it was it was fun doing it like it's literally just scoop spin it around <laughs> okay that looks pretty good let me now wait until you know tomorrow or something or like you're two gonna weeks post later. a picture for all the listeners to see this now and then so go check out luke's, luke's instagram hopefully it'll be up there with yeah right scene. i'm gonna that's the thing i just want to make it finished finally i've had it sitting in our laundry room <laughs> for so long i'm just like oh my gosh i should really just take that or finish that up and get it over with but that's pretty cool um, yeah it was just a fun thing. I still have a huge bucket, so that's where I, I want to get creative with it and see, you know, what else yeah. can I just slap it on and see what happens. Love it. Um, with it, but yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if, with that, I guess we'll probably close it up for today and, and hopefully talk again in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll keep up to it. Yep. All right, guys. Always been a pleasure. coming up uh, too hot. It seems like <laughs> we haven't hit that in a while. Yeah, that that's our goal, right? That that's our actual yeah. major goal. Let, let's make this happen in two weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, guys, always fun. Been been too long. Good good catching up, and you know, we'll talk again. All right, take care, guys. Yeah, take care, everyone.